Welcome to the Divorce Diaries podcast, one man's anonymous and live account of if he should get a divorce or stay married. He's been cheated on and he's cheated. Protecting the innocent with changed voice patterns, the omission of names, ages and genders. His authentic journey and account of the daily events of his marriage are helping him sort out his feelings and not get lost in the ups or the downs. New episodes are released daily. Welcome to the Divorce Diaries podcast. Entire seasons are released on Patreon weeks before anywhere else at Divorce Diaries podcast Patreon page. Link in description. Now for today's episode. I told you guys in previous entries that um, what my wife did in the past really affected really affected us and um last night when i left i looked back at the house and there was a um when i was recording for you guys there was an amazon package sitting on the front steps and i usually record fairly late at late at night and um there was an amazon package there and i said okay by the time i'm done recording i'll come back home i'll grab that amazon package and i'll bring it inside i didn't know if it was mine my wife's i, I don't know what I ended up finding was um, the box was gone when I remained back. Well, I mean, when I got back, I came in. Usually, someone grabs the box, they bring it in, and it's just by the front door for someone to open it, or it's in our recycling pile as it's been opened. I came in the house and I didn't see the package, and I'm like, okay, I'd only been out recording that episode of Divorce Diaries for a short time. Now, I'm gonna go back to something in the past. My wife enables my son. And my wife is very secretive. My wife keeps things from me often. Now, this snake reared its ugly head again yesterday. Hang on a second. Start outdoor workout, walk. So, sorry, I just had to, uh, like I said, I go out on my, my walk, had to get my Apple Watch started. My wife, um, I come in the house and, and I'm wondering, I'm like, wait, that wasn't my package. Is my package, and she's enabling my son and my, um, and our kid just moved out. So the kid's not the kid doesn't have the kid's license, and the kid should have the license by this age, and they don't. The kid um, should be doing more things on their own, but they aren't. And my wife continues to enable the kid and make sure that the kid is chauffeured back and forth to work. The kid is given food money the kid is being the kid has been nothing but disrespectful and aloof and an asshole for as long as we can think back i mean belligerent things this kid's done and we came to the mutual agreement that the kid should probably move out on their own because it basically sort of like if you can't play by the rules of what we have in this house then you've got to go you know you can be a you can be an adult, but you just need to live like an adult, which would be providing for yourself, and it's fine. You're, you're free to do what you want. Um, so the kid moved out. The kid didn't tell me where the kid moved. Um, it's just an ugly situation, but mom continues to reach out to the kid every day. Tell me where you live. I want to bring you something. I'm going to bring you Kleenex. I want to bring you... So I get home last night, and I say, uh, hey, did you... Um, I saw that package, I was meaning to bring it in, and I just had a feeling about the package. 
I'm like, I, I, I saw the package. I wanted to bring it in. Oh, yeah, we took care of it. Oh, where, where's the package? I didn't, I didn't see it. Was it mine? No, it was mine. Okay. But that was it. That was what she said, facing me the other way in the bed. No, it's mine. Okay. Like I said, my wife's had spending problems, um, compulsive spending habits, lots of Amazon, package spending, all that stuff. Um, not paying anything toward the house, but constantly ordering trinkets and candles and paintings and cups and mugs and shoelaces and paint kits and Crayola crayons, just the the dumbest and sometimes the most practical things that we don't need. My wife does nothing but order it. I can say, hey, can we save money for the kids for vacation? Can we save money for the kids to for their college? Can we? Nope, I can't, I'm not doing any of that. Nope, I'm not doing any of that. We don't need to do that. But she co-signed a college loan for the kid. She will pay for um, someone in her family, she'll pay for their gym membership because she feels like, oh, the reason they don't go to the gym is because they don't have a membership. So I'll just, I'll just pay for a year's worth of gym membership for them so their fat asses can just continue to not go to the gym, which is what they did like several times. And I'm like, this is what they're doing. They don't, they're not trying to be better. If, if, if you were a person that really wanted to lose weight, you would maybe be out walking around your neighborhood every day. That shit is free. But you don't want to be any better. You don't want to be healed. You don't want to lose weight because if you did, there would be something that you would do in your public or private time that would help you lose weight. But they don't want to. Oh, she even, I think she even bought one of her family members an Apple watch because she thought, Hey, maybe if they can see their stuff and they can track. And I'm like, you don't have the money. You're, you're trying to get out of mountains and mountains of debt that you put yourself in. How is buying your fat, lazy family member an Apple watch? How is that going to help them lose weight? If their perspective is not to lose weight and they still eat pizza and wings every day, how is and as a matter of fact, we have children that we're trying to save money for. Why don't you pay? So my wife has always done those things. She has always put in time and money and effort and invested into things and people that don't necessarily help her family or leave me to do the brunt of it myself. So horrible situation that I'm in, which is why I want a divorce and I'm recording divorce diaries trying to see if there's any point where I might end up talking myself out of it or if I'm gaining some more perspective through this I don't know that I am because this is what's happening so I am whatever let's let's get let's get back to this thing so the morning comes around this morning so I started to record an episode for you guys this morning didn't get around to it um, which is probably better let things cool a bit and I said because um, when we go back to the fact that my wife cheated, and I recorded that for you guys, just go back, check the archives. Um, I don't know off the top of my head what episode it is, but you'll see it in the titles. But my wife cheated, and there was this girl that she was really good friends with that she doesn't talk to now because the girl's a piece of shit. And my wife, technically, my wife's a piece of shit too. 
and she was a piece of shit for hanging out with that person. She was a piece of shit for not realizing that person was a piece of shit. That person telling her and helping her cheat and hide things when she knew that person was already cheating on their husband. I think maybe they were fiancés at the time or engaged at the time. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to befriend her. It's like, you're an idiot. You just... I'm not saying that I've been friends with guys that have like always been on the up and up, but some guy that is like, yeah, man, I've got a wife and I'm cheating on my wife with these five girls over here. So here's my bang up marriage advice. Like I would never listen to that guy. I never asked that guy anything. I might hang out with that guy in a very controlled instance because it's like, all right, you know. We can go and grab drinks because I understand nobody's perfect, but some people are so far from perfect that they're on that negative side of the ledger. And you don't even really want to log that many hours with that person. Not like that, because it's just overall, like, it's just really, really a bad idea to be with that person um, on any level, especially ask them for advice. Like, yeah, let me ask that panhandler on the corner. Let me ask them um, about my stock investment portfolio. Let me let let me do that. No, you don't fucking do that. So anyway, she did that shit. She said, yeah, go and talk to this guy because this guy, he's so great. And whenever I have problems with my marriage, I talk to him and he's so understanding. But she was fucking that guy. And that's the same guy that my wife fucked. Like my wife's a fucking idiot. Like just, <sighs> but yes. So I digress from that wife being an idiot shit because... We all, me included, have done some really dumb things. And your worst mistake shouldn't define you. So I know I've thrown a lot of shade. And I know I've said a lot of hard things about my wife up to this point. But I can say all of that. My wife is a dumbass. My wife was stupid. She doesn't make good decisions. All those things are true. 100%. But my wife is also not the sum of her really bad mistakes. Her really bad mistake. Now, what she is, is the sum of all of her bad mistakes and the mistakes that she repeats. She is a sum of those things. So, fast forward this morning. I'm like, you know, when you, I said last night, uh, uh, because we kind of shuffle our cars in the driveway. So she um, left. And by the way, I found the package because I just went out and I said, because I looked all around the house inside before I went up to bed and asked about the package. I'm like, where's the package? Um, but I'd kind of already known because I just grabbed car keys, went right out to our trunk or went, I went to our car, looked in the windows, didn't see it, opened the trunk, boom, it's right there. And I'm like, okay, she clearly, she clearly got this for someone. I think something said like a, Maybe something let me know it was housewares of some kind. Like I said, the kid just moved out. So I don't, I don't know if it was um, a pot or a pan or something. I don't, I don't really know. But it was something, some housewares. So I'm like, this disrespectful kid moves out, goes and does their own thing, doesn't say thank you for anything. The kid's just, just an asshole. And the kid needed to learn by themselves. The reason that they were going to move out was so they could learn and grow and mature and maybe see the error of their ways and say, man, mom, dad, you guys have been great. I'm really sorry. You're right about the trajectory of my life. I would really like to do this. I would really like to do that. Um, and I'm sorry. Can I come back home? Can we try to figure out this whole life path for me together? Because 
I've learned that I can't figure this out on my own or I'm only able to figure it out to a point, but I'd love to work with you guys like you guys have tried to work with me over these years. Can you help me out? That come to Jesus moment with our kid would have been great. But instead, she's still providing a soft place to land for him. So while this kid's out, she's buying and furnishing his home. I gave him the bed, let him keep the stuff that that that's that was in the room and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, I'm like, no, it's, it's your things. It's like, you know, you can take them. And the other kids that are remaining in the house, they want to move things around and switch rooms, swap rooms and all that. I got this room now and blah, 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 all that stuff. But that's what he's doing over there. But his mom's providing a soft place for the kids to land. It's like, okay, okay, you're doing that. So now the kid is not learning the lesson of feeling anything close to rock bottom. And it's not rock bottom. The kid got one of their stupid friend's parents to co-sign for them. So there are three kids living in a one-bedroom apartment. And it's... It's fine. It is far from being homeless. I mean, there's a roof over their head. The three of them have money. The three of them can make rent. The three of them can do things. It's not that big a deal. They're not destitute. So you going out and forking over money to make sure that he has a comfortable life where he's off and away. I'm like, he's not going to learn shit. And one, as a, as a parent and a life partner with somebody that I have fucking kids with, it's like, you are really fucking undermining the whole goal of this thing. The goal of this thing was for this kid to fucking feel some sort of pain in life without us supporting them and financing their fuckery. That's what we were supposed to be doing. But you're not allowing that to happen. And furthermore, I said, hey, what was that Amazon package? And you're like, it's mine. But then you hurried up, picked it up threw it in the trunk of your car to hide it from me. So this morning, I said, hey, you know, um, she's, how, how, how's it going this morning with you? I'm like, I'm not good. Well, but here's why I just want to give you some context. I feel like you will never be honest with me about anything. I feel like you will continue to omit truths that you should say. And I'm not saying that you may not have your reasons for it. And maybe I'm the cause of some of those reasons why you don't want to talk. But back when I was bringing all of my money into a joint account so that it could pay for our mortgage, when you found that we were overspent in a, one way or another, instead of telling me that we were overspent so we could maybe curtail spending or something, you decided not to tell me for four months and put the mortgage payments on a credit card. So much so that our very, very tight budget quickly because of quickly because of um, the minimum payments on the credit card that you used to charge to put us over budget significantly where we had to move our house and sell for no profit and move back in with my mom. So you decided to keep that from me. That horrible girl that you were friends with at work that got you to fuck that guy she was fucking. Um, you were giving her in vitro shots. And I'm like, hey, you know, how's your day going? And you're like, oh, it's fine. And you said you were giving her in vitro shots for like three months and you didn't even tell your husband who, by the way, I had that bitch over to my house. Like she came into my house. She talked to my kids. She was spending time. You, you were talking to this girl and she was helping you cheat on me and hurt our family. 
you didn't give a fuck about any of that. And you had her invited her over to the house. Okay. There's another sum of your parts. You invited a horrible person into my house. You were Judas in the situation. You betrayed me, brought the person into my home. Then you were giving them in vitro shots. And when I'm asking you like, Hey, how'd your day go? I'm thinking you saying I'm going into the bathroom with my friend at work to give her in vitro shots. I'm like, Hey, that's a weird occurrence for a day. I'm thinking you might tell your husband, Oh, but you know, maybe we aren't, um, talking at that time. Maybe you're, you are so mad at me. So now you're keeping things from me. No, fuck that. You can't talk to me about anything with that bitch because your whole relationship with that bitch is a fucking horrible, toxic one. Your entire relationship with this bitch is surrounded with you cheating on your husband and her cheating on hers and you two fucking around. That's your whole thing. Even found a video on her phone of her twerking in a fucking restaurant like in the middle of the day on lunch like they like left went somewhere in my my wife's fucking twerking never seen her twerk before a day in my life but she's fucking twerking with these bitches okay the whore in you comes out the slut in you comes out and i'm just saying whatever i'm not slut shaming anybody i'm saying let your freak flag fly be the unmarryingable slut that you are all the time don't show me the nice person and you're really this outgoing, super feminist, I twerk in public with no self-respect, Cardi B type bitch. Don't, don't present yourself as that and then fucking, oh yeah, no, like, and I'm, and I'm trying to get you to loosen up when the, which the two of us are being fucking intimate and you're like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to twerk. Like, do I put my hands here? Like, oh my gosh, what do I do? It's like, what do you do? Bitch, I've seen you on the fucking video. You know exactly what to fucking do. You just don't want to do it for me. You wanted to do it for other people, but you don't want to do it for me. Okay, gotcha. So, credit card, charge that. That's what you decided to do. Okay. Now, the, um, aside from the credit card, um, the in vitro shots with the friend, the cheating on me, the, now you're ordering, and, and there, there were other things. I forgot what I listed and said. Um, oh, yeah, the, the gym memberships of the family members behind the back. Because I said to her one day when she was going to go out with her friend and take her to, um, to with her um, sibling, she was going to go out to the gym. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I said, are you going to get your sister a gym membership? No, I'm not going to get her a gym membership. You're going to get your sister a gym membership. Why can't you just say yes? Like it, it would be, it's going to hurt me less if you just tell me you're going to get her a gym membership. It's going to hurt less. I'm not going to get her a gym membership. Three months later, I'm like, I just brought it up and I'm like, you got your sister a gym membership, didn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't plan to, but I did. I, uh. But see, I don't give a fuck that she told me. She fucking lied. And she knew she was back up. Maybe she didn't know she was going to get her a gym membership. She was going to try not to get her gym membership. Maybe. But the fact is that she did. And a text while she was out, as soon as she came back, like, fuck, I, you know, I fucking caved. I fucking caved and I got her a gym membership. I'm, I don't know what it is. Oh, honey, I don't know what it is. It's like these people need help. And I feel like I'm the one that can help them. I feel like I'm the one that should help them. And that's why I wanted to give them the stuff. Like, I just, fuck. I just really wanted to give them the stuff. And I got her the gym membership. Fuck. And, but that's not how she feels. 
she doesn't feel like she's doing anything that is detrimental. And I'm like, you know, $20 isn't really a lot of money at all. $20 isn't a lot. The fact that you just couldn't tell me at this point, after all we've been through, the cheating, the this, the that, and you just can't tell me that, yes, I'm going to get my sister. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get her a gym membership because I think it'll help. At least the opportunity will be there. I'm going to get it for her. I just, I just don't understand why she can't tell me the truth. And then I told her, I said, and today, when I said, what's the package? Whose was it? You could have said, I got some things for our kid and I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them up to the kid. That's what I'm going to do. Then it's like, okay. Then, yeah, I could say, and she she said, I don't want to have the conversation with you. I know how it's going to go. And you're going to say things like what you're saying now. Like we're trying to help this kid and you feel like I'm enabling him. It's like, yes, I do feel like you're enabling the kid. I do. The kid's still not talking to me because the kid, the kid has no reason to talk to me because the kid gets everything they want from mom. So the kid doesn't have to be accountable to me because I keep the, I keep the kid accountable. And I'm not saying that like, oh, it's a badge of honor. It's cost me dearly keeping, trying to keep my kid accountable because at some point this kid's going to have to actually be an adult and be responsible. And at some point I'm going to be dead. And so is my wife. And either we're going to equip this kid to be self-sufficient on their own and having measured confidence and perspective and all of these awesome things that I hope the kid has or the kid is going to be codependent and a loser and unable to provide for themselves or family and I don't want that for the kid I want the kid to be a good adult a contributing member of society and with the kid having a coddling mother that I chose to fucking marry and have kids with my mistake my dumbness then boom we're getting what we're getting and and i'm just like i said to her i'm like all you had to say was i want to get him something and i want to make sure he's good because i'm like you are a fucking doting mother this isn't it's not it's not like uh oh um earth shattering news to fucking oh his mother fucking got him some shit like holy no You are a doting mother. You provide too much and too much of an excess for your children. You do enable them. And that is why they're supposed to be, I guess, with the doting mother and the strict father. If that's the dynamic that we have in our marriage, it's supposed to be that tug of war a little bit. That's how we're supposed to find the balance. She's supposed to give way too fucking much. I'm supposed to try to curtail that. I'm supposed to be too fucking strict. She's supposed to loosen me up. Granted, I don't find that to be healthy. And I would, I would, I would say every marriage needs to be more equally yoked where both people are interested in the disciplining and the liberation of their children to the same degrees. And maybe just by a situation by situation basis, maybe the father is a little more lenient where the mother is a little more strict and rigid and the mother's a little more lenient where the father's more strict and rigid. It could, you know, vice versa. It could work in that way. And that would be a really cool thing. But when you guys, like me and my marriage, when we're so far apart from everything, that just fucks everything up. And there should be, there's like, there, there's no room for discussion. My wife, I know now, will never fucking change. She will never, ever, ever put me or our family first. 
Now, in her mind, I am putting my family first. That's my kid, and I'm taking care of them. Sorry, narcissist, you're putting yourself first. You feel bad about how things are with your kid, and you feel bad about them living where they're living. You feel like they are being separated from you, and you want to be in their life. You want to coddle. You want to provide. You want to, you want to, you want to. This is all about you. This has nothing to fucking do with the kid. Nothing. And I know that. Just like the fact that I don't want the kid fucking gone. I didn't want the kid to go. But I wanted the kid to listen. And I just accepted reality in reality terms. Fuck, this kid just isn't listening. This kid needs to experience life without the safety and protection of their parents. We're not that far away. The kid can always come back home. It's like, I think about the Cosby show and stuff. And it's like, you know, hey, this is how it is in this house. This is these rules. And, you know, the kid could, the kid could make a pivot, be a little respectful, be a little humble, have some humble pie, be humbled by life while the safety net is still here. Because now, like my other kids, yep, I do want them living with me. They, um, th their mother's unfit to mother them and parent them. And she, she, she's totally unfit just by what I told you today. Your prescription is enabling. Your prescription is giving. But sometimes people don't need things given to them. Sometimes they need things taken from them. Sometimes. I don't know when those times are and when they aren't. But I'm just saying sometimes they are. But for her, for my wife, no, 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 no. It's never time to take anything. It's never time to restrict. It is, nope, that is not a thing. Nope. We do not take, we do not restrict, which is why my wife has such a problem with instant gratification, following her feelings, fucking other people. Um, she was sexually active, like I said, before we met and she took my virginity. So it was a very different sort of purity standard. Not that anybody needs to have a purity standard, but at the same time, find me a girl that has a lot of sexual partners. You'll find me a girl that is less likely to be able to cleave to a man. Find me a man that has many sexual partners. He could probably still cleave to a woman. Maybe stuff's quote unquote gotten out of his system. Find me a man that hasn't had many sexual partners. Then he's going to think the girl he's with is super, super special. It's like, there you go. That's just, it is what it is. I don't make the fucking rules. I'm just saying. Women typically just do not do well. At least my wife didn't. Every girl in my family, that's just like, oh, I do what I want when I want. Okay. I'm just saying. That's one of the most fucking unattractive things you can fucking do. Be a woman that knows you're the prey, but you just do what you want. Like, could you imagine a fucking, a fucking deer that's going through the woods, like actually putting themselves on display, like hunt me, hunt me. Like, are you serious? Hunt you? Like, I'm already hunting you. You don't need to put yourself on display. You're a fucking deer. Why don't you hide yourself? You're a fucking deer. Hide. So it's just so fucking weird fucking people and what they think oh, sorry that was a little bit of a mini rant that's what happened that's what was done Man, i think that's a dog looking at me like it's like off leash or something sorry um but yeah it's very um it's very tough dealing with working with talking to my wife and i told her that you will not and i understand now you will not be honest you will omit things, you will omit truths, you will change stories in your head. You just will. And if you deem it 
something that I will comment poorly on, you will, you will justify not telling me. You will justify not telling me. For that reason, now I know like, oh, um, here's what we all should do. Take the person that you know, because yeah, you, you've gotten married to them. Maybe you're just in a long-term relationship, but you know this person. Uh, I won't say inside and out, but almost inside and out. And you say, oh, in my situation, oh, my wife's a liar. My wife cheats. My wife's bad with money. She gains weight. She will enable my children, even when they're being toxic to themselves, she will blame me for things that she did. Even if they are my fault, let's say um, 95% my fault, let's say. She won't even say, but you know, you were dead fucking wrong for doing X, Y, and Z. I still shouldn't have called you a faggot mama's boy. It's like, whoa, you're right. I called you a faggot mama's boy. That was uncalled for. Wasn't one of my brightest moments. I don't believe you're a faggot mama's boy. And I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. That right there, that is, that's just a home run. That, that's a home run. You know, I'm going to say, you know, you, you don't need to apologize for calling me a faggot mama's boy. I mean, I'm glad that you did. And I know that I'm not a faggot mama's boy. But, you know, when I did X, Y, and Z, it just, fuck. That was wrong with me. That was bad of me. I shouldn't have done that. That, that all, all that was wrong and I mean I guess I can't get mad that you would say something so dark and hurtful to me after I did those things because those things were horrible that's extreme accountability but nope that's not the case she will just say and do whatever she wants to protect herself she will say and do whatever she wants that's who she is and I need to 100% accept that and she is not going to change. So knowing that about your spouse, you say, oh, would I marry a lying, bad with money, weight gainy, blamey, non-self-accountable person? Would I marry that person? No. Oh. Would you talk to that person? Uh, no. Would you want your enemy to be friends with that person i mean maybe if you're really sadistic i mean I'll, I'll be honest but really you don't even want you don't want anyone associating with that person and that's what i feel about my wife no one should talk to her she's really not a good person she's not going to try to help you she's she might make your life better i mean if you like my kid is doing if you use her yeah she'll uh yeah, if you use her <laughs> you'll get what you want if you're that guy that cheated with her like i mean oh man he he got everything he wanted from her stupid ass and just like all right well got rid of her I'm like fine fuck it okay and she she's in power she's like i told him to stop calling me it's like he's like it was more trouble than it's worth because i ended up meeting this guy and i'm like what the fuck man but i didn't know that they were cheating at the time i just thought that it was a friend and I'm, i just thought he was trying i didn't know that she already gave it to him i did not know that was my fault i didn't know i didn't assume i should have assumed but yeah, I'm face to face with this guy and this guy just got whatever he wanted from her. And that was that. I mean, that was good for him. So everyone, I mean, her sister just <laughs> took that. Um, and, and her sister didn't ask her to pay for the the um, gym membership. But she just took it from her. So if you're going to just use my wife, then, you know, you'll definitely get you'll definitely get everything from her. Yeah, that's how it goes. I don't know. By all means, use her take her for what she's worth and um 
That is 100% why I do not want to be married to this person. And none of this has anything to do with me. None of it does. And that's, that's another thing where you can say, am I doing the right thing? Is this necessary? Should I be married to this person? If this is how this person just operates in general, is this the move for me? And you're just like, oh no, you're a stress eater. That has nothing to do with me. Granted, I may cause you stress, which might make you eat, but at the end of the day, you are a stress eater, which means you do not work out your problems. You don't process them and sort them out. You don't do that. Instead of trying to solve problems or confront them with individuals, you try to buy your way out of them or pay for them in the form of gym memberships or care packages and pots and pans while you move them out, but you still stay close to them. These are the things that you do in your life. And this is how you deal with your problems by not dealing with them. That has nothing to do with me. That is who you are to your core. So with that said, would you marry that person? Fuck no, I wouldn't. So now, since I have, like a dumbass, I want a divorce. Wow, that was the Divorce Diaries podcast. The Daily Saga will continue tomorrow. The full season's episodes are on Patreon now. Subscribe for early access. Click the Patreon link in the description. Hopefully these entries help our anonymous recorder as a form of his own personal therapy. That's his hope and his intention. Will these recordings of life's curveballs lead this family to the best resolution in the end? We'll keep listening. New episodes are released daily on all podcast players, but all episodes are available on Patreon at Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Until next time.